everybody, thanks for staying with us. Dave Hodges here, The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, and we're really, really glad to be with you. Seriously, this is such unprecedented times we live in, and if we can bring a service um, or information to you that does you some good, that's why we're here. And uh, as you know, we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, and we have... Robert Kudla with us from Trade Genius Academy. He's here to talk to us about the economy. And I'm going to say this just as a preparatory uh, remark before our interview. Um, this reminds me of 1929, 1930, when the market started to tank. But there were people that got into that market that made incredible profits. And we're finding out the same opportunities still exist as long as you're dealing with stocks on an individual basis and not like most of your brokers do where they go across the board and we're going to have bob uh, tell us more about that bob thanks for joining us really glad you could join us in these unprecedented times at least within my lifetime yeah dave thanks for having me uh you know be careful what you wish for the old chinese saying you know oh my gosh yeah be careful about saying chinese i want to call you a racist <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So you know, it's 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 amazing. You know, you and I have talked for a long time, and our position at Trade Genius has been, hey, the stock market. I don't know, at least the last two years, and like start scaling out, start scaling out, start scaling out. It's as good as it gets, and then start getting into metals and miners. But um, I don't think anybody anybody predicted literally the 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 collapse and the utter panic through the through this um this the, the chinese coronavirus and how the whole world you know just went into some sort of mass mass delusion over a virus that still has killed only 500 people in america where the influenza flu has killed over 20,000 and in addition to that, the hospitalization rates in the U.S. in 2019-2020 is not even in the top five for influenza as, as in this century. So you know there there's a lot of there's a lot of angst and anxiety that you know leads me to believe there's more to this story than what we're being told. And I kind of equate it as this is our first social media virus. And how everybody just fell into line really fast in the terms of this reacting. I mean, they tout Korea and Japan as as role models, and neither one of those countries locked down. Yet every country in the West went into this crazy national lockdowns, primarily because I think the uh, you know the the banking system is so corrupt and 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 broke that they needed a calamity of such magnitude to be able to extract out the concessions that they need to keep the ball rolling so you know just just dropping like it did i mean you look at cruise lines down 75 80 percent restaurants and hotels 80 85 percent and and you know the basically locking down you know whole industries you know my wife has her own small business and it's related to people who travel, but she's not in part of the travel business. She did provide support. That business has been offline now. She's down 96% on her customers. My daughter goes to school, college, and she's also an ice skating coach. Rink clothes, working from home. 
So, you know, they're just sucking velocity and money out of this economy. And, and you know, they're going to have to make a decision here really soon or we may not, we not, may not recover from it. However, gloom and doom aside, I'm an optimist and your, your preamble to the show is absolutely right. What's working here is the metals and miners, they took a bit of a whack last week because of baby with the bathwater. But if you look at today, some of the reaction to the market today with this liquidity that's going to flow in is that we kind of follow 12 stocks on our watch list. I mean, you're talking 9% up, 11% up, 6% up, mm -hmm. 27% up, 15% up. That's where the money's moving, Dave. And, you know, when you talk about 2930, the miners, the gold miners, home stake mines was the number one performer for that decade. And it's going to happen again. They're going to have to um, liquefy the markets by, by you know, devaluing fiat. And then, look, they're putting $4 trillion into the economy, and that's going to help all the, all the commodities, especially the precious metal commodities. Yeah, I, this, listen, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about in principle, not specifically. That's your business to know that. That's my business to extract this from you. But I remember when I took an investment class, and a lady told us, she goes, the worst thing people do in a down market is to withdraw from the market because individual products will actually accelerate in some environments. And she said, like in the Great Depression, if you had money in baking, uh, baking soda and toothpaste, for example, your stock went up pretty well and you made money. And I would imagine the same principle is going to apply today, isn't it? Yeah. So what you're going to see, Dave, is you're going to see um, what I would call pair trades start to show up. So... You know, you're going to see people, they're going to buy gold and they're going to short the general stock market. You're going to see people buy what you call consumer staples. You saw what flew off the shelves, right? Oh, yeah. And and, and versus <laughs> consumer discretionaries, yes. you know, and uh, I was going to say I shoot, I shat you not, but I, I don't want to be, uh, I to be too, much of a, too much of a jokester <laughs> here. So you're going to see a lot more of that kind of positioning. We're going from a stock market to a market of stocks. And, and that means the things that we do is going to be, become a lot more um, desired and required for investors. And even, even people who, who just let their brokers do things, you're going to have to get a lot more engaged because the way they constructed their systems is they're all about not getting sued. So they, they, they took your age, they took your, your, your risk tolerance, and they have a, a 16 grid box and they put you in one of those grids and every quarter they they contacted you again to adjust it and these guys stayed fully invested and the algorithms knew this Dave. the algorithms put this october to february push was incredibly artificial and that's part of the reason why we sold off so hard is because that was all fake now we're dealing with the panic from the virus and people are going to get a lot more engaged in that so you know, you're going to have to now start really understanding really what's going to happen in the future. But I'm here to tell you the United States is going to come out of this thing as, as, as sweet as any country can because, number one, is the supply chains are coming on shore. There yes. is no doubt in my mind that's going to happen. There's no way we're going to let a foreign country – I don't care if they're a friendly country – be able to control. You know, Germany put on export controls the same as China, right? So, you know, and, and the French um, took, took stuff right off the ferry that was going to Britain for the French. 
So the United States is going to start absorbing all this stuff in for themselves. That's great news for us. The, the whole uh, the whole barista, you know, urban modello living is gone. You know, people are going to start moving out of these urban areas back into the exurbs again. That's all good news. So you have to start looking at things that are going to make sense in doing that. And gold and silver for liquidity. You're going to see telemedicine is going to be huge. You're going to see a lot more. Uh, you know, communication technology companies are going to be huge. You're going to see a lot more things with really high tech. You know, what I call localized agriculture. There's, you know, the biotech's going to have a renaissance with this. There, there's no way, the way the Americans act right after 2001 with the 9/11, we went security nuts. Well, now we're going to go biotech nuts, and uh, and we're we're not going to ever be caught off guard again on this. You know, we always fight the last war. Well. There's, there's 120 right now clinical studies on vaccines in this in this corona class of viruses, Dave. Huge. So tremendous opportunities for us once we come out of this um, this um, this freakout session, you know. But there's also another dark cloud too, and I'll explain that in a minute. I'll take I'll take a breath and let you ask a question. Well, no, I just. <laughs> I don't interrupt a man when he's on a roll, and you were on a roll here. I was actually taking notes on these industries, and I have to agree with you, but can you give me an idea of what you mean by telemedicine? Are you talking about when you call into your nurse and get advice? No, well, well beyond that. So, like, in fact, today, my life is imitating this art. So my wife walked in this morning and said she had a doctor appointment for Wednesday. They contacted her and said, would it be okay for her to do her uh, doctor's visit via telemedicine. So she already went for her annual physical and she got all her blood work stuff done. But instead of having to go all the way to the doctor's office, they scheduled a time for her to talk to the doctor uh, via like a, it's almost like a Skype-like environment Mm -hmm. where he could see her, she could see him and they could talk. And then, you know, he could prescribe if he needs to prescribe or give her follow-ons if she needs follow-ons. And so what it does is the doctor now, and everything's a little bit more, uh, convenient for everybody and it frees doctors up and especially in an environment where let's say you know New York right now is overwhelmed with the with the with this virus and they're, they're handling it but Western New York might not be so they made a shift all the appointments over to Western New York and have docs hey you guys need to fill in some of these other things and that's what telemedicine does it's gonna allow us to use national resources more effectively and yeah, so that's yeah. huge and I'm seeing evidence that on a macro scale, too, because I heard, uh, I can't remember if it was uh, Vice President Pence or one of the NIH people in the press conference, but they said they were suspending the restrictions on doctors practicing out of their states so they could serve as consultants and experts and treatment guides, you know, from one state to another, which I thought was a brilliant move on their part. Yeah, they're not going to put that one back, in, that genie back in the bottle either. It's called a one-day. It's called a one-day certification. So, you know, if I'm in Illinois and I, I need to practice in Wisconsin, if you're in good standing in Illinois, then you do a one-day application approval, and you're now you're now you're able to do uh, medicine across the state line, as, as I understand it. So it's going to be um, it's going to be huge. You're not going to get this genie back in the bottle. I think you're going to see insurance companies now press for not state but but regional and national access too because look where, the, where this virus is hitting right it's primarily new york city is being devastated by this relatively speaking and and california mostly in san francisco area 
Well, there might be an insurance company that might be just stuck and get pounded into submission where if they're a national, they could spread the bet, right? Sure. And so I think that's what you're going to see there as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of great things on this thing. I think, look, climate change is off the hook, even though the Democrats are starting to shove climate change stuff into this bill. I saw that. It, 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 it won't fly. And, and number two is that illegal immigration is dead. You know, I mean, you know, Trump's going to just keep that on all the time now. He's going to say, well, you know, hey, we got to worry about tuberculosis now. We got to worry about this now. You know, borders now are going to be real borders again. And and so, you know, so those two things happened. And this medicine thing happened. The, the nationalization of, of, of medicine purchasing is going to happen. So I think a lot of what I don't want to call them good things from a bad situation, but a lot of things that needed to happen, things that you and I have talked about and railed on for years, but we we're blocked by the globalists and, and their agenda just got swept away by common sense. And and um, and you're just going to see this over and over. I have a wall, I have a piece of paper on the wall with 30 things that I think are going to change in, in, in the next five to 10 years that are just going to be simply marvelous. Give us your and, top and, five. I'm really curious. Yeah, let me pull it over here so I can look at it. Well, number one for me is it stops. It's the um, number one for me is, is going to be the um, uh, the renaissance and biotech. Number two is going to be the renaissance renaissance in what I call local high tech agriculture. OK, number three is the telemedicine. You know, number four, is we're going to have a renaissance in nuclear power again. You know, and and um, and then obviously we're going to have onshoring of critical onshoring of critical industries back in the United States. And what you're going to see is you're going to see a boom in, in robotics because, you know, they have to still be competitive. Those are the things that are jumping out at me, number one. And then obviously we're going to just see some some just in, incredible, you know, uh, what I would call the um, uh it's like mass, it's called mass customization, is where I can walk into a phone booth, they can take a body cam picture of, of, of my body, and I can order I can order clothing. And wow. so, and they can make one or two items for me because it's all robotic. All those things are coming. And, and it's coming because of demographics, you know, it's, it's coming because people aren't gonna wanna, wanna buy stuff from in, in China, and I'm not picking on China per se, but if you buy something from China, it's an eight-week lead time. You're going to find now that with this technology coming out, with these these 3D printers have become incredible. What they do now, it's not like what you've seen when they originally came out. People are going to be able to buy and make all kinds of things. They're, they're going to be making. You can make machine parts. You can make plastic parts. You can make metal parts. You can make glass. All these things at high precision now. And, and so people are going to be able to set up a garage and, and, and get into business and support a local business. And, uh, you know, and basically the small, mid-sized businesses are going to get are going to see a renaissance. And the United States, because we're going from we have high deficits and we have high um, trade deficits, we bring everything on shore. We're good to go. And employment's going to come up from all that. So those are the things that that I'm looking at and I'm watching and I'm looking to see where opportunities fly. And, and, and that's those are the things that I'm looking for, you know, in terms of trade ideas. Have you looked at the other side of the aisle from Trump with the Democrats? Have you? And listen, I share your optimism here. And in fact, I've read a lot about what you're talking about. But I'm wondering, the Democrats as obstructionists, do you see them being able to block this? 
Look, you know, I I expect I, ex- I expect Trump to get on his bully pulpit here in the next hour when he does his press announcement and pound it. The, the Democrats have have uh, what I would call the Democrats of today have really put themselves into being extremely petty you know, and small and small minded. And I mean, look at the things they're trying to get out of the system. I mean, this is, you know, socialist people are people can't afford to buy food next week. And they're worried about diversity on, on, on boards. They're talking about no bailouts. Look, I'm no fan of, of what the corporate boards have done. But if they allow some of these industries to go bankrupt, those jobs are gone. And guess what? That equity blows up. And guess what? Those pension funds that they rely on, their members rely on, go away. These people are, are definitely nose and spite face people. And and they I think they've been so caught up in their mantras for so long that I, I think they're hollow. And and I think people are beyond that. You just have to look at the, the primary elections, right? Trump was getting more votes competing against nobody than, than the Democrats and Obama was getting in, in 2016. There, there's a pent up frustration with with the way things are going. And his approval ratings are just fine for this uh, for this crisis. He, you know, he's strong, he's charismatic, he's caring and he's engaged. And you know what? If he was too slow doing the testing or if he didn't totally appreciate the initial burst or whatever, that those things are all forgiven. You know, people make mistakes. You know, people aren't aren't perfect in these crises situations. Well, Bob, I, 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 yeah, I would interject this. Show me a world leader that's handled this perfectly. It's impossible given the dynamics. Yeah, and did he make mistakes? Sure. You know, does he does he ramble on sometimes? Sure. But you know what? I look at the totality of what this guy does. First of all, he cares. He's engaged. He's fast. All you know what what said it for me. When Cuomo and with um, Newsom, and even even um, the um, Omar, when they praised him and and Sharpton praised him for his response, and the thing that really loved about it is both these guys, Newsom and Cuomo, both said Trump promised us things, he delivered them the next day. He did what he said. I mean, you know, a politician doing what they say, and that's been Trump's mantra his whole life. And that's going to carry him well. Biden tried to get on the air today. We're talking Monday here. He tried to get on today, do his shadow government thing. And I guess he was this bumbling idiot, you know. And uh, and I just can't believe he's their competition, you know. He, he's the first dementia presidential candidate. Yeah. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. No, he's gone. I mean, it's unfair to him, you know, unfair to him. And, um, and I don't, you know, you know, whenever you say, I don't know what I don't know, well, he's taking it to the extreme, you know? I, I want to tell you something my wife said to me today at lunch, and I want to repeat what she said. She said, if people want to know what life under the Democrats with socialism would be like, look at the last week, the product unavailability, the long lines, and so forth. Yeah, and look at Texas and look at California. California, they locked us down. Yes. Texas... He he said, "Hey, I got to close the restaurants because that's a national thing." He said, "But uh, you could you could you could take out alcohol, <laughs> you know." And here, you know, they're, they're out here worrying about you know if you're going to be you know out in the street in New York lockdown. Chicago doesn't even have this crisis and they locked down. You know, it's 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 really the want of these people to control. You know, and and 
they, they had meaning in life when they could control you versus you know what I would call more conservative libertarian right-wing thinking is that hey it's individually you're responsible you know if you have a grandma don't see her you know you don't need the government to tell you not to see your grandma you need to wash your hands you learn that when you're six I know you know I know I know, you know but you have to understand we're dealing with people who gravitate to those kind of leadership positions they're psychopaths they're yeah. nar they're narcissistic and and I and listen you're talking to a former mental health therapist and I mean that sincerely. In fact, actually, there's research out there, Bob, that shows that about 3% of the population is are psychopath, sociopath. We call it antisocial personality disorder today. And about 6% of uh, CEOs and about 12% of politicians. Yeah, well, I don't... I and most don't, of those politicians are Democrat. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing to me. You know, I tell people now, I mean, you and I, are, we're talking to people that kind of lean our way a little bit in terms of thinking and looking for solutions. Sure. Because people ask me, why are you not so freaked out? I said, well, number one, I got God. And, and number two, I just don't see this. And and I've been doing a lot of my own homework and talking to uh, to, to doctors and people that do, that do respiratory, um, respiratory, you know, pulmonary uh, doctors. And, 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 and they're shocked by how intense the, the reaction has been on this stuff. And and one of my good friends, he just he he called out the chloroquine like three weeks ago. He goes, I'm, he goes, I don't know why they're not using it, you know. And uh, he said, you know, when I was working in a hospital, you know, in India, he said, he goes, that's like normal protocol, you know. And uh, when you're in tropical environments, and and then they, all of a sudden this stuff started coming out, and and you know, and and but they weren't interested in that, you know. Fauci was interested in following his little rule. He has nothing to lose, right? He can quarantine himself. He still gets paid, right? And and so you know you have these people that just have different agendas, and so um, but you know it's going to wear on. Trump said yesterday, "Hey, we got to end this thing. Spring is coming." Cuomo said today, "He goes, we have to start balancing economics with this medical." Everybody knows you can't go more than two to three weeks. My my view on this, and I think you you're already there on this. Is is can we talk a little bit before we started? Is that I think they're going to go to highly specific quarantines. They're going to go highly specific quarantining of people with the with the illness, and they're going to free the rest of the country up. I agree with that. It's going to be mostly blue democratic cities who have large homeless populations where this virus could spread in a rampant fashion, and they don't want it to get outside these kinds of communities. So I agree with the quarantining in that regard, and I agree that as rates go down in certain areas, we're going to see life return to normal. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Yeah, with rates at zero, I mean, you know, refi, baby. <laughs> oh, you know? oh, yeah. Boy, Goldman Sachs led the way there, didn't they? Oh, my gosh. Um, so, well, yeah, you know, so I'm anyway, sure... so a lot of opportunities. Yeah, well, I wanted to talk to you about that because things have changed. And, and I know something about your business, Bob, after having talked to you all these years. I know that you haven't sat st still with the same game plan. You've had to adjust the circumstances to take advantage of of being in a, a market of stocks. So tell the audience uh, what you've done, how you've positioned, and how they can take advantage of this. Yeah, so I mean, from a tactical standpoint, you know, we, you know, the volatility is high right now. I don't have to tell anybody that. So you have to step down in time frame. You know, trades that you could be in for a week or two, you have, now you have to be in in a day or two because you can actually get it, be up 10% and, and go to the bathroom, come back and be down 5%. I mean, that's how fast the markets were moving. So we've noted that now. So now we volatility adjust our timing 
on those trades. And number two is we know where the hockey puck's going. You know, we know that this they're, they're, they're moving this thing out of what we call credit money to base money. When we're at the 0% bound, Dave, that means the government can double its debt and does, but does not double its carrying costs. So that means what you're doing now is you're, you're diluting you're diluting the equity of the country, but at the same time, you're, 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 you're gonna create velocity. So if they manage it right, it's not gonna be too bad, but there's gonna be definitely winners and losers. Money's gonna be flowing out of financial and tech stocks, and they're gonna be flowing into gold and silver and the precious metal miners. And then there's gonna be these off stories that I talked about, the tech companies that are gonna be able to push the needle forward in terms of uh, people's lifestyles. They're gonna do well. But the what I would call the Starbucks type of stocks and the Starbucks kind of living is kind of gonna be on, on hiatus for a while. You know, cruise ships, urban hotels, stuff like that. So so what we've done is is we've we've now, you know, we talked about this before, our profit ribbon is that now we, we created what's called the dual ribbon so that people can actually then look and see that if both of these ribbons are in alignment, that's a buy for you. And when those ribbons then get extended, that's a sell for you. So we teach people how to do that. We also provide the signals as well. And and then we actually have those on charts that they can have access to themselves. So that's how we're doing it. And uh, and we think this is a, a game changer for us. And uh, the results have been speaking for themselves. Oh, I think they really have been. Well, imagine, as you always do, you've got a special going on. So let's talk about those. Yeah, so we put together um, a specialty for Saturday night. And we put together bundles. If you want to trade uh, stocks or if you want to trade cryptocurrency, remember the halving's coming up right now. The, the, the cryptocurrency markets kind of like the fact that they're going to start devaluing fiat around the world. So there's going to be tremendous opportunities there, Dave. And so we put six bundles together. If you're an experienced trader or a new trader, you take advantage of that. And then we did one other thing. We created a trade genius stimulus package. We already pre we already and we didn't need we even we didn't even need Nancy Pelosi for that. So we did a um, normally we discount sixty five percent off our our retail pricing, but we're throwing another hundred bucks off uh, for the for that. Um, those specials for Saturday. And then if you just want to buy anything individually that we offer, you just use March Madness. It has a double meaning this year because we didn't have basketball. We just had a mad life. And you can uh, get 45% off anything on our store. I see that with the coupon code March Madness. So that's your second offer. But your first offer is already built in. And the number that people see on the screen will be the 65% off uh, with a $100 stimulus, Trade Genius stimulus, correct? Yeah, and you just have to select it, and we, we will automatically apply the discounts to that. Okay, perfect. And um, so the deadline on this is Saturday, March 28th at midnight. March 28th at midnight. Our okay. stimulus package will be approved before the government. <laughs> oh, I was taking a glass drink of water here. Don't do that. Make me laugh here. Um, anyway, this is good stuff. i got to tell you, this has been informative. It's encouraging. It's uplifting. And it really gives America some hope from an economic standpoint. So I want to thank you for joining us, Bob, and uh, continued good hunting. You're doing a heck of a job out there. Yeah, and I and I threw I sent you some charts of some of the trades we just took, oh, so people can actually see the ribbon in action. 
So if you could show those to the folks, they can see what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely terrific. Well, Bob, I want to thank you for joining us, and uh, we're going to encourage people to take advantage of these opportunities. And folks, don't get your dauber down. America's still going to be around. Bob, thanks for joining us. Dave, thanks for having me. Thank you.